0: Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded.
1: Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now, let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew
2: Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. This month, we are talking about real estate, and in studio, we have Jaslyn Silver. Certified Residential Real Estate Appraiser and President of Hanamura Appraisal Company. KupunaWiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health, so that our Kupuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong.
1: Your host for the KupunaWiki Radio Show. If you missed any of our shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for your listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our real estate tip of the week brought to you by
2: Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors.
1: When buying a new house, it's crucial to research the neighborhood. Check crime maps for safety, explore nearby amenities like grocery stores and hospitals, and consider the proximity to schools if you prefer a quieter area. Look into whether the neighborhood has a homeowners association and understand its rules and fees. This research helps ensure the neighborhood fits your needs and budget.
2: For more information on home buying tips, please contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again today we have the pleasure of speaking with Jasmine Silver. She is a certified residential real estate appraiser and president of Hanamura Appraisal Company. Welcome, Jasmine.
3: Hi. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me.
2: So, Jasmine, you—I uh, know you are quite accomplished in the appraisal field. Uh, how long has it been? I don't know if you can remember back that far. <laughs> I know.
3: Well, um, you know, it, I, it kind of feels like forever yeah. <laughs> because I grew up in this business. My parents. Brian and May Hanamura started this business um, 37 years ago. Wow. Yes. yes. Before you were born. Yeah. So, thought, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I feel like I've always been around it, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't really start getting interested in it until I was probably in college. And then that's when I really kind of saw what real estate can do for mm-hmm. you personally and and specifically the valuation side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that learning how to value real estate can really propel you into doing other things in real estate, and that really excited me.
2: Uh, and so, as you are a younger gal, um, did you do ride-alongs, go to properties, ride-alongs? And, yes. You know, your dad was having his measuring equipment and the you were The measuring
3: there. tape. I know. When I saw that <laughs> measuring tape, I said, you know what? No, I'm not doing yeah. <laughs> this. There's got to be a better way. And luckily, yes, technology has come along and now we use laser measures like, you know, how you guys use? That uh, does but help. yes, yeah. So going to properties was always my favorite part. So interesting. Um, meeting people was really, you know, what mm. made it so enjoyable. Right. And, um, you know, working with my family was, was really kind of just the cherry on top. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. So you are now the president of the company. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, tell us, like, how has the experience been since then? Um, and of course, you must have gotten a lot of um, education, certifications under your belt to run the company.
3: Yes, yeah, so um, I'm certified. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned that. And that's something that comes from the state. So I'm certified by the state of Hawaii to appraise residential real estate. Uh, there are also commercial appraisers who are certified to do that type of work and uh, we're also or I'm also approved by the Federal Housing Administration and that's so that I can appraise uh, properties for FHA loans mm. which is a very specific type of loan and usually uh, more highly scrutinized mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. a regular conventional loan.
2: Sounds like uh, the appraisal industry is very highly regulated.
3: Very highly regulated. Yes. That's a a good point. Yes. And, you know, I think we've all been in the business long enough Mm -hmm. to have experienced what happened um, in 2005, 2006. And that really shook up the appraisal industry for us Mm -hmm. because we were no longer allowed to communicate directly with our mortgage clients Mm -hmm. who used to send us work directly. And so now we're on a rotational basis basis with banks. And so now we have to really strive to be approved on certain banks' lists. And we're very fortunate to be approved with the top local and national banks as well as, uh, like I said, the FHA and then also the Department of Veterans Affairs so Mm. that we can appraise for VA loans.
2: You know, just for our listeners' uh, own background understanding, they might have heard the term appraisal before, Mm. you know, maybe when they're doing an appraisal to Purchase or refinance a property or just for estate planning purposes, right? But maybe you can share with the, our listeners, what is it you do as an appraiser?
3: Yes, <laughs> I throw a dart at a number. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so it's it's really understanding uh, the market um, and to be able to analyze it. And so that we can determine an estimated mark, what we say, an estimated market value, mm-hmm. right? So if you take 10 appraisers and we all appraise the same property, you're not gonna get the same number, in- nor should you, right? right? Because it's all op- an opinion, but we've all been trained to uh, understand and analyze data and to estimate the highest and best use for these properties. Um, and so when we do an appraisal, we come to your home You know, we inspect the interior and exterior of the home. And when I say inspect, it's not what you would expect from a home inspector, Mm -hmm. right? Home inspectors come in and they test your electrical and plumbing systems. They are looking at the condition of the components of your dwelling. What we're really focused on is yes, the condition of the property, but also what adds value, what is negative to the value. So location, Mm -hmm. topography, the view, external influences, physical influences. So those are the things that we're looking for in an inspection. Mm -hmm. And then after we've collected that data, and we've also collected data from property tax records, uh, Department of Planning and Permitting to see what's permitted on the property, then we take all that, we analyze it, we reconcile the data, and we produce uh, an appraisal report typically.
2: Sounds very uh, (laughs) (laughs) detail-oriented.
3: Yes, we do a lot of spell checks and a a lot of um, proofreading before we send out those reports because that final number is, as you know, that's the number everyone wants to look at. Right. Yes.
2: So when you provide an appraiser report um, to a bank or whoever hires you to do it, it's going to have all that background information. And I guess there's like a highlighted part where there's that golden number. (laughs) and, And that's what people are interested
3: in, right? Right. And it's, you know, it's deeply embedded in the report (laughs) because we want you to read through and we, Mm -hmm. you know, you identify the subject of the property, you identify the neighborhood, you identify the site, you know, that the property is built on. Is Mm -hmm. it level? Is it sloping? Is it a rim lot? What view do you see from this lot? Um, And then there's an entire section where we describe the condition of the property down to the flooring and Mm Um, you know, what types of upgrades, remodeling that you've done. And then we typically, you'll have a section where it compares property. And I think people are more, most familiar with this part mm-hmm. to the comps, the comparable sales. Right. So we're comparing your property to other sales in the field that have sold. And this is, you know, it can be as, as recent as a month mm-hmm. or three months. And depending on what kind of market we're in, if we're in a stable market, you can use sales even further out right and sometimes if you're using doing a very unusual property you might have to use sales that are dated right but similar Mm -hmm. and any of those things that are different with the comparable sales you adjust for right right so you'll see that you'll see the adjustments uh, and then you'll see the reconciliation of how we achieved the final estimated value and sometimes that that value can be reported not just as a single number but Mm -hmm. as a range a range of values Mm
2: -hmm. And I think what's what's nice to know um, from our listeners' standpoint is that if they do improvements to their property, you know, whether it's remodeling a kitchen, um, you know, putting in new flooring, even if it's to the effect of aging in place, I mean, all of those improvements are going to help provide value to the property. And that's something that appraisers look at, right?
3: Yes. And... You know, people often ask me, what can I do to improve the value of my home? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, some of the things that you can do is to keep up on the maintenance. Mm. It seems so simple, but paint, right? As you guys know, in real estate, paint does amazing things. Yeah,
2: I mean, that whole uh, alligator look is not necessarily (laughs) what you're going for. (laughs) That's That's out. That's not a good look.
3: (laughs) That's not a trend that we should be (laughs) going for. But yes, keeping up on maintenance, you know, Making sure that your gutters aren't leaking because leaking gutters leads to ponding. Ponding Mm. leads to erosion and that leads to settlement. You know, Mm -hmm. so just simple things, keeping up on maintenance. Um, You talked about improving. Don't over-improve your home because those are the things that you will never really achieve the value back, Right. right? So we always talk about in our industry, the golden toilet. (laughs) <laughs> yes you can put in I've a golden toilet yes yeah, so you can put in that golden toilet yeah. but are you going to get the uh value out of that in terms of when you sell will maybe you for 30 minutes a will day you recoup <laughs> you maximum
2: value but <laughs> right. yeah in your report maybe not <laughs>
3: yeah so things like that you know um be wise about the type of improvements you do uh, don't over improve and then i always think landscaping is mm. something that people don't really pay attention attention to and i think you guys see it in your industry too Mm -hmm. that landscaping has a big impact on the entire uh, feel of a property and it probably i would i would assume helps to sell properties faster Mm -hmm. but it does um, contribute a lot because things like putting a walkway around your home again minimizes water intrusion to going under the home Mm -hmm. Uh, it keeps insects away from the home Mm -hmm. right having sprinklers and that keeps your grass alive and keeps the whole maintenance of the property looking up better
2: so just to you know go off of that so you actually look at landscaping in your value
3: we do yes wow. if you look at an appraisal report um, oftentimes and it's not in every property because mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. there's properties where the um, like in a townhome right? right it may not have any landscaping and but that's mm-hmm. common for all the properties mm-hmm. but if you're dealing with a, a home 5,000 square foot lot you know they typically have some landscape like right if you see a a home that has grass Mm -hmm. uh, fencing fencing Mm -hmm. would also be considered maybe under the landscaping Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. area um, and then you compare it to a property that maybe has only concrete right right
2: and so there's going to definitely be a a difference there may be a
3: difference yeah and that's again it's not a personal opinion Mm -hmm. it's something that we see when we analyze sales against other sales Right. right so all of the all of the adjustments that we derive are purely from the market where we can actually um, verify that this is a dollar amount that people pay or mm-hmm. a percentage amount that people will pay more or less mm-hmm. for these certain types of improvements
2: Wow, oh, great insight well Jasmine, when we come back uh, I want you to share a little bit about what we would call um, illegal improvements non-conforming improvements how that affects valuations and also we'll dive a little bit into how an appraiser report comes into play with um, estate planning so Mm. we'll talk more about that right after this commercial break
3: we'll be back with more kupuna wiki right after this
0: Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them service at choicehi.com.
3: Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690 The
1: Answer. Welcome back. If you're just joining us in studio, we're speaking with Jasmine Silver, a certified residential real estate appraiser and president of Hanamura Appraisal Company. And uh, Jasmine, uh, great insight as to what an appraiser uh, does um, in the first segment. Um, I want to dive a little bit deeper into... Um, the actual appraisal uh, side of the things uh, you mentioned don't overimprove as one of your tips. Um, however, you know, folks nowadays they they want to add value to their home, and a lot of times, you know, they whether they're, it's adding a bedroom, an additional living area, or a bath. Um, obviously, you know, they have to go through permitting and stuff, and and usually right. that takes a long time, and so it, sometimes they may want to sidestep <laughs> a, a little bit. How do you, I mean, share with us, our listeners, how does that come into play when when folks are thinking about improving their home uh, but doing it the correct way, why, why it's important to have it permitted uh, because obviously it's going to play a part in the future valuation of it.
3: Right, that's a great question. And yes, uh, as we know, it's hard to get a permit sometimes and sometimes people, it's costly, mm-hmm. so people don't do it. Uh, but what it kind of comes down to is Most properties, when they're purchased, are purchased with the assistance of a loan from Mm -hmm. a bank, Mm -hmm. right? And most banks have regulations that uh, do not want to have the appraiser value portions of the home improvements that were not permitted Mm -hmm. because the bank is always trying to think about this piece of property as collateral. Mm -hmm. And so what will they be able to sell this property for and what have these illegal improvements done to the property and what negative impact may it have? And sometimes it may not have, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times banks will um, allow the improvement to be valued, but with much anal- or comments from the appraiser as to the workmanship
0: mm-hmm. of it,
3: right? Because it can be as simple as a patio that now has a covering. Right. And the covering mm-hmm. technically should have been permitted, but it's not... But in our opinion, as an appraiser, we're trained to be able to, you know, look at the construction of it and to say, okay, this is, appears to be uh, constructed in a workmanlike manner. It does not appear to be hazardous. And so that then tells the lender that this is something that I would, they would loan on, you know, it's not risky. It's not risky, but I've seen (laughs) amazing leeways that people take with doing their own improvements, an entire pool. I saw an entire pool with no permit. (laughs) And that was a huge surprise when I showed up at the property. When you're looking at the tax records and you're saying, okay, this is a...
0: Was it a golden pool?
3: uh, It was not a golden pool. (laughs) But it was a big pool. And they said, you know, I just got tired of waiting for my Uh, permit. uh, uh, So uh, I didn't want my kids to be 30 years old by the time this was finished. So I just went ahead and I said, oh, well, we're definitely not going to be able to value that. But, um, yes, so... Doing improvements on your own, it, you you always have to know that that can cause an issue for you when you try to refinance your loan or when you try to sell your house. Mm-hmm.
2: And also like if you in the long term wanted to get a reverse mortgage where it does also involve an appraisal. I mean, those things are all affected because of those decisions you made on how to improve your property. So that's so true. Right, right. And I think
1: what a lot of people don't uh, realize is that if they're getting a loan, you appraisers are usually the eyes and ears for the bank right and so um, good point they you know you're because the bank is not going to be go you know going to the property and and look at it themselves so that's why an appraiser is usually that person to to convey the the condition and everything else to the bank so that they can in return lend the borrower the money to that's a great
3: point that's a really great point and you understand it perfectly Um, our our relationship to the homeowner is we don't have a relationship right our client Mm -hmm. is the bank and the bank is hiring us as the appraiser to be their eyes and ears and an impartial right an impartial third party who tells them this is what the value of the property is Mm -hmm. this is to secure their loan Um, and so a lot of times you know homeowners are confused because they pay Mm -hmm. most times they pay for the appraisal and they say hey how come I didn't get a copy of the appraiser, or how come you can't just tell me the value? And um, you know, we're really actually not allowed to communicate much about mm. that process or the value to the client, or I'm sorry, to the homeowner directly. Our line of communication is really just to our client, which is the bank, right? And a lot,
2: because it's a very highly regulated industry, right? So yes. that's why there's these specific lines of communication. Yes, and just like yeah.
3: with an attorney, we have mm. a privilege that's only with our client, and right. we are not allowed to discuss. I know, and it, I, it's so hard to, un, you know, understand as a homeowner because you're like, you, this appraiser came into my house, and you took pictures <laughs> of my bedroom and what. You're not going to tell me the value, mm. and where you weren't. We can't talk about it. And I say, I know, I know. It's, it is confusing, but mm. um, you put it perfectly that we are the eyes and ears of the bank hired to provide an impartial third-party opinion.
1: But now there are, there are instances where you can be the, you you can have the owner as a client.
3: As a client. Yes. And
1: those usually in estate planning purposes, right? Usually when there's, uh, you know, when you're trying to find out, uh, a time when maybe perhaps mom and dad had passed, uh, determining the value of what that property was at that time. Right. right. That's when someone would privately hire you to provide a valuation, not not a bank.
3: Right. There are a lot of instances. So lending, that's a very, you know, that's one avenue of uh, the appraisal work that we do. But people can hire us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Homeowners definitely hire us to determine a list price for their mm-hmm. property, especially ones that are more complex um, we'll do an appraisal for them. And, and in that case, yes, the homeowner is our client, and we communicate directly with them. And then also, as you mentioned, in a state um, settlement type of, of scenarios, we do what we call a retrospective appraisal. Mm-hmm. And a retrospective valuation is when we estimate the value of a property at a specific point in the past, and that's incorporating historical market data and, and trends. To achieve that, uh, the value from the past. So yes, and then in that case, the client would be uh, either the trustee or the trust, you know, um, in an estate situation.
2: That's amazing that uh, you know, even if a family member passed twenty years ago, that this retroactive valuation. I think some people commonly call it a data death appraisal. Right, can be done, and and you're going to actually be looking at all the old sold data. Right. Within that window of 20 years ago.
3: Right. Right. It's, it is a, it's an interesting, um, assignment Mm -hmm. and it's what we do a lot of, um, it does require us to ask more questions of the client because sometimes that property has sold Mm. and it's no longer even available to see, which makes our job a lot harder. So we rely on the client for photos and, uh, detailed information about the condition of the property. Um, so, you know, obviously the, the um, accuracy of the report is really highly dependent on the information that we can gather mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the further back in time that we have to appraise it becomes much more challenging for us but i do get those assignments here and there you know my father passed in mm. 1990 mm. can you appraise and you know i yeah. think realtors we all, we understand that you guys have the mls system that reports sales mm-hmm. that's online but previous to that previous to that it was recorded in books and so that's what we're looking in. We're looking in books that have a tiny picture, black and white picture, of the comparable sales. Do you actually have access to MLS I books? I have the MLS we're books. We're going to have to have a chat. I know. Uh, I should bring them in and you Those can look at them records. through glass. <laughs> yeah. wow. No, I know. They're very interesting. And the data that's inputted obviously is limited because of the size that was allowed for these MLS sales to be inputted. Um so you know when you're, you're, you're utilizing that data, and you can't really call an agent and be, remember that sale? <laughs> that you, I know it was a while we, ago. We don't
2: know what we ate like last week. So I know, I and like then to you're
3: like, out. do you remember that? Could you remember? Did it have three bedrooms? <laughs> so yes, challenging.
2: Well, we were speaking with Jasmine Silver. She is a certified residential real estate appraiser and president of Hanamore Appraisal Company. And Jasmine, if any one of our listeners wanted to um, reach out to you today, how can they connect with you?
3: Absolutely. Uh, They can find us on the web at www.hanamuraappraisal.com or feel free to just give us a call at 808-735-2600.
2: Again, we've been speaking with Jasmine Silver, Certified Residential Real Estate Appraiser and President of Hanamura Appraisal Company. Jasmine, thank you so much for enlightening us and for being on our show.
3: Thank you. I had a great time. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this.
0: Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them Client service at choicehi.com.
3: Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM690 The Answer.
0: KupunaWiki
2: is a 501c3 Hawaiian nonprofit. And if you're ever interested in getting involved, either as a volunteer or to support our show, uh, please call us at 808-792-5188 or email info at kupunawiki.com. Thank you to all the participants who called into last week's Kupunuiki Trivia. And last week's question was Moana voice actress Aulii Carvalho was attending which local high school at the time of her acting debut? The answer is Kamehameha School's Kapalama campus. And now this week's Kupunuiki Trivia question is sponsored by Hanamura Appraisal Company.
1: The 1958 film filmed on Hawaii, South Pacific, was filmed on which island?
2: For a chance to win a Lowe's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at
1: 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033.
2: Well thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii Senior Resource. We sure have to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon and I'm Andrew. And we'll see you back next time on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show.
3: You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha.
0: The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.